Welcome to episode 154. I am your host, Alpha Mike, and we are talking about why you need protection today. There is eight items on the agenda, but it is an important agenda for your own personal protection. And that's what we will talk about today at length. How do you get in contact with us? Well, it's easy. All you got to do is dial www.raidercopnation.com or raidercop.com. Either one of those websites will take you to our podcast where you can hear the latest one that's out or all the archives one. And that is approximately... 154 episodes, because this is number 154. It has been 19 years, and we are almost at the point of the Twin Towers 9-11 recognition again. How many people have forgotten That show is coming up soon enough for the anniversary show. But before we get to that, let's talk about a little, uh, a little personal stuff of how how I have been doing. I've been getting, you know, more and more better. You know, um, going through what nobody ever wants to go through—the death of a parent. Um, miss my dad a million and um, there are times that you wish you could just pick up the phone and call but the reality is another one and um, we have to live our lives based on reality and that's what we're doing we are supporting each other um with the grandkids, nephews, um, you name it, that uh, the, the siblings, uh, we are working together getting through this. And um, it's never going to be an easy process. But we have uh, such good recollections of my dad, and he was a towering figure in our lives. And therefore, we've got a lot of good testimony that we can share with one another and have a good laugh every once in a while because we knew his reactions to certain situations. All right, so uh, on, on the agenda for Roll Call today, we are going to talk about the FBI. August 24th, I believe it is, they sent out a alert to various agencies, one of them being the Chicago PD, on being with um, alert on safety for all officers. But um, the article reads, the Chicago Police Department has confirmed the existence of an intelligence, intelligence alert reportedly sent out by the FBI warning that law enforcement of a pack among street gangs to shoot on sight any cop that has a weapon drawn on a subject in public. So, folks, if this has ever been the worst time in the history of our country to become a law enforcement officer, it is now. What I like about this article, of course, I'm not reading from the FBI alert, which is more specific, and confirmed from the article reading, though, it says that gang members have made a pact, but it leaves a big vacuum because it doesn't tell you who it made a pact with. Hmm. So after this alert, now all of a sudden, the government and the Justice Department is a little bit more aggressive on getting these rioters, don't confuse them with demonstrators, 
and starting to take some of these scumbags off the street and under arrest. And I can tell you from the standpoint of an American citizen, we can't wait till the paddy wagon rolls up and they start throwing these dirt bags in there. Not to mention the endless amounts of goofs that they released from jails and prisons. And uh, I'm sure they're out there being productive Bolshevik citizens in trying to destroy America. So slowly, I guess law enforcement will start rattling them up and bringing them to justice and throwing them back in the cage where they belong. All right. Uh, On some other notes, we... uh, Let let me go through the lineup for September. Uh, Up next after this, 19 years later, you know, as I said, we've got... uh, the anniversary coming up of 9-11. And so we're going to talk about it. And the reason I really wanted to talk about it this year more than ever is because somehow people have forgotten what happened 19 years ago. I think it's time to talk about it. On September 16th, Sonny, the legend, as our Wise Guy series continues... It's uh, probably one of the most uh, interested mob bosses in America. And um, I'm eagerly awaiting to discuss uh, his show and, and, and that perspective of Sonny, the legend. September 23rd, we have the plea. And we're going to kind of discuss how state attorneys or district attorneys always made plea deals with cops and how some of that is curved to to the side today and why. I mean, usually to make a plea, you needed somebody in the defense there. And, um, but um, we'll get some interesting twists that we're going to talk about the plea, September 23rd. September 30th, big subject that's on the the agenda now with law enforcement, de-escalation versus de-escalation. There are two of them. We're going to discuss both, one dealing with use of force and one dealing with mentally ill people. No, and I'm not discussing Democrats. I'm just referring to mentally ill people. They come in all types of parties political parties, but of course, our friends on the wacky left have more, let's just say, people that have that condition. And of course, Test Everything 1521 comes out every Wednesday whenever you hear this program, Radio Cop Podcast, being broadcast. You can always go to our website, RaiderCopNation.com, look up Test Everything There, click it, and you can hear the latest episode. It's 15 minutes or less to bless you in your spiritual walk. walk. And nowadays, more than ever, we need that, especially in law enforcement. And speaking of the Word of God, it is that time, boys and girls. From the book of James, chapter 3, verse 13, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. And we will discuss that at length on Test Everything 1521. You can hear it as this broadcast has gone out sometime during the day. Uh, or during the evening, I'm sorry, the test, everything will be sent on and placed on the website, RaiderCopNation.com. Remember, our broadcast last 90 days, and then they kind of are removed from the website. But remember that the Word of God is never removed. What we do here is we plant the seeds, and God prepares that seed from to to grow, and uh, so that's what we're doing. All right. So the agenda today: why you need protection, 
and specifically and now these days these days are evil we will discuss that we have eight items on the agenda it won't be a very very long show but it will be an important one and we want a keen ear to pay attention and an open mind because unfortunately somehow somewhere Somebody will not pay attention, not hear this, not take heed of the warning and fall in to the trap. And we will discuss what that trap is as we get our circus clowns ready for the main event on episode 154, Why You Need Protection Today. Today's main event is episode 154, Why You Need Protection Today. I am Alpha Mike, and I am your host here broadcasting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. We have eight items on the agenda, and all eight of them are important. And we're going to talk, of course, a little bit about what's occurring in today's society. The most important aspect of why you need protection and while you're kind of gathering all the items that you need for that protection, you need to understand the law as it pertains to carrying, concealed carrying, and firearms in your specific state. Look and search those laws that are updated Because some of our Bolshevik friends on the left are working very, very tirelessly in these states, making sure they change the laws in the wee hours of the morning. So when people wake up, they go, wait a minute, what are you talking about? My magazine can only have like two rounds in it. And I'm just being facetious on that one, I think. But we need to be versed in the law because the reason you need to be versed in the law is because they're coming after you so you might ask the question well who is they because i've been looking for they all these years and i don't know who they are well they are the sinister evil force they has always represented evil similar to remember the show get smart And he was always fighting against chaos. Well, they're chaos. That's what the sinister force that we're fighting against. And they're coming after you. Even as you prepare yourself for an event that hopefully God spares you that you never have to take part in and what I'm talking about is a life death situation where you have to make a split second decision to take out your weapon drawer place it on the subject and fractions of a second shoot probably between three and five feet for about three to five seconds and there will be a winner and there will be a loser out of that encounter hopefully The good guy's the winner, but the good guy should never think that it's over after the last round. No, my friends, it's just about to begin. Not only will you be subject to the criminal aspect of that investigation, 
you will also at some point if you win or you are successfully found innocent of the criminal investigation or the, by the police then you probably will face some type of civil litigation from the lawyers because the lawyers are out there to get you. The Bolsheviks on the left are 1,000% making life difficult for gun-carrying, law-abiding citizens. That if you want to carry a weapon concealed, it is your right, as the Second Amendment so gracefully says, they're there to make it difficult every single day of your life to do such a thing. And part of that is to sue you after the event. Wrongful death and everything else they can come up with. So it is important that you know your current laws. Are you going to defend yourself? No, you'd be crazy to do that. But what you are going to do is be studious to the law. So when that hopefully situation finds you, and I hope it doesn't, you are ready. And that's what we want. Point number two, train, train, and then when you have some time, train again. Go out to the range, shoot the paper target. It is safe. It will not shoot back at you, but train on it. Train different types of drills and skills. Got that? You like that? Drill and skills. And do some dry fire at home. Make sure that the round or the, the weapon is safe, clear, and empty, meaning no rounds in it. Make sure the rounds are very far away from the room you're in and someone's inspected your gun or you're absolutely 1,000% and it's empty, then you can practice on drawing out of the holster and doing some dry fire. That is more important. And then going to the range, believe it or not, boys and girls. And once you've done those two training sessions, you also want to include the family. Are there code words? Are there specific functions for specific family members within the house or versus out in public? So that, that scenario only will work and become effective if it is trained. Trained and trained again. So it becomes second nature. Number three, get insurance. And when I'm talking about insurance... There always comes the question behind that that statement of get insurance, and this and the question is why. Well, just like you drive a vehicle, you get insurance because one, it's the law, and two, you're gonna look crazy if you run somebody over and you don't have it. You might have some sleepless nights as a result of that. So getting insurance prepares you for the aftermath of carrying a concealed weapon and the possibility that you might have to draw that weapon on a target because for your safety and that of the safety of, the, of your family or the general public. And that type of insurance is more specific it deals with firearms. Now there are other, there are some companies out there that are very reputable. There are some that you might have to do your homework a little bit close examine. I do believe in comparing notes. And what's the biggest bang for your buck? I can only tell you my experience, and that is with the USCCA. Now, with them, I'm not only getting insurance, which means a paid lawyer. I'm also getting a membership standing behind me that has approximately 350,000 members. That's a lot of people. 
and they are firmly behind the principles of the USCCA. I'm also getting great benefits in what we talked about in number two, training. They have an excellent training program where over 400,000 people have been trained. And they are doing uh, a lot of thinking out of the box type of training. Uh, you're home alone and all of a sudden the window breaks and you know what room are you going to take cover and concealment in? How are you going to turn certain corners in your home? Preparing you for the event, making you think out of the box. They do that. They film that. They have experts that are teaching that. Not too many companies will do that, but the USCCA is. Understanding what will happen after you shoot, the aftermath, the debriefing. Now, I want to take some special time and speak to my law enforcement brothers and sisters that at least during the time that I was uh, active in law enforcement, we had this certain belief that on or off the clock, we were covered. And for some of us, maybe that was true years ago. But today, if you've noticed how fast some of these police agencies are turning on their officers in the blink of an eye, not only firing them like dogs on the spot, but also turning around and charging them with almost no pause in what occurred. This is alarming. And we saw this multiple times uh, this past summer, or this summer, where we basically are seeing uh, officers conducting their duty, second-guessed by some political hack mayor, where the political hack chief all of a sudden made an irrational decision he or she, in the wee hours of the night, and the next thing everybody knows, the office has been fired. Possible charges are following. This is baloney, but we saw it in Atlanta, and uh, it also creeped its other ugly head in some other areas. And I'm not going to litigate that here on this episode, because there would be so much foolishness that I would have to unfold. You would think this would be a toilet commercial or something. So to avoid that, I just want to stick on what we're talking about. So after that last shot goes out, there's a debriefing aspect. Now, of course, on duty, you discharge your weapon. You basically already know the do's and don'ts, or hopefully you do. You don't talk about it. You um, prepare your I want to have a lawyer present speech, and you wait for that attorney to get on scene, and you start getting some legal guidance. Very important. Now, that works while you're on duty. It's an excellent system, you know. But you're not on duty in this scenario I'm coming up with. You're actually off duty. I'm going to put another twist to it. You're not even in your jurisdiction. You went out of your jurisdiction because it's your day off. You thought you act like a human and have some fun and go enjoy what the rest of the world's doing. And during that course of that day or night, an incident broke out, you felt obligated because of your duty, your fiduciary duty, and you encountered and responded. Bang, bang, bing, bang, bang, bang. Now, a lot of people will say, well, the, he's 
off duty, but he's still covered. And, and uh, you know, the, the uh, old law back in the Civil War Act of uh, 19, you know, I don't want to hear all that garbage. What I want to hear, it is not being done across the board. Some big agencies might do that. Some little agencies don't have the resources to do that. And basically, we'll tell you, good luck. I hope you uh, don't get arrested on this one. We need you tomorrow. You're supposed to be back at work. So there's where an insurance program like the USCCA will cover you. They'll show up to the scene, just like if you were in uniform. They're going to cover you economically during that process, covering the, the legal aspect of it. Remember, the resources that they have make you probably a little bit more secure than what your agency might do for you. Because uh, if they really feel that that member needs more backing than what basically the plan calls for, they will. Recently, the CEO, chairman of the USCCA, talked about a member being forced to protect himself in his home. He shot the person. And although he won the criminal case, he lost the civil case. Remember, the lawyers, the lawyers go out and tell the family sue. Run for death. So he loses the civil case, and they judge ordered that he pay $70,000. Well, that must have been tremendous blow. Here you are with your insurance package, you've trained, you basically believe so much in the principles of the Second Amendment, but now you're the only one, on the, the only kid in the block that just got the ticket, uh, and you basically owe $70,000 now. So the USCCA decided to come to his rescue, and they gave him $70,000. Now, I'm not saying that that happens in every encounter, but like uh, the CEO Schmidt said, we see him as a member. So all members are treated the same. So that's basically what he was saying. So you need that type of protection. You want to carry? That comes in the package. No, I, I don't need that. Okay, don't. You know, I recently uh, had the pleasure of, I mean, I'm going to get off subject a second, and I had a, the pleasure of uh, going to a car dealership to go pick up a car. And I've never seen such stupidity in my life. Now, I'll go into it probably in the next broadcast uh, episode I will, you know, during the intro, I'll talk about it. But you start to wonder if these dealers and these car salesmen actually have any scruples left. You know, I thought that the uh, lawyers, the lawyers were bad, and they are. And car dealers or car salesmen are right up there with them. They're actually next to them. I think we might need a photo finish for the end. That's how bad car salesmen are. Or car salespersons. But regardless of what you want to call it, or call them, I called them, some of them, jackasses. And I'll go into um, the next episode, 155. I'll talk about it a little bit more. Um that uh, horrible experience I went through and they they didn't get what they wanted but uh, it was freaking aggravating freaking you know the older you get the wiser you get so it's like you're playing baseball and you know what pitch the freaking pitcher's gonna throw because they always throw the same pitch so you're ready for it that kind of thing alright back on board your cell phone. What in the world does my cell phone have to do with any of this? Well, it has a lot to do with it. Most times, 
I have uh, had the opportunity to talk about this on episodes. If you have the ability and the opportunity to take out your cell phone and call for help prior to engaging, do so. Now, obviously, if the bad guy is pointing the gun at you, it's kind of difficult to say, stop, hold on, whoa, buddy. Now it's time where I got to call for help. That's part of the script. And be, be patient. 911. And you call. Well, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you've got concealment. You've got cover. You, you're not really in the danger zone just yet. You are willing to engage. But you got to make sure the cavalry's on the way. And once you do that, if you are able to do so, you want to leave the line open. Do not hang it up. Put the phone down on the ground or throw it on the ground, but not in such a way you crack the phone and break it and it doesn't work because the purpose is to make sure that there's some type of recorded evidence of what's occurring. Hopefully, things like you screaming in the background, drop it, drop the gun, drop the effing gun, don't point that gun, stop, 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 boom, boom, stop, you know, that kind of thing. Very dramatic, too, if, if I do say so myself. So your cell phone plays an important role. It's also going to play an important role after the aftermath where you might get a little nervous and you start uh, dialing numbers randomly and babbling in foreign tongues on the phone telling people what occurred. I just shot somebody. So you want to be careful with that too. You want to make your phone call to the people that need to be there to rescue your rear end from this problem. And in this case, or well, my case, it would be the USCCA. So make sure that they are on your phone, speed dial, ready to go, click it, get those numbers that you need within your wallet or purse. Don't be fumbling for it in the glove compartment. We don't have time for that crap. You need to be ready. And then give them your ID number or whatever and what your situation is, which is basically I've been involved in a shooting. I need legal representation. And this is my address. My current location. Some people are literal, you know, they start, they tell... They'll tell the dispatcher, I mean, the person at UCC, this is my address, and they'll show up to the house. And Okay, well, you, you, you get the meaning. Your perception. How important is your perception to an encounter? Well, you could be fumbling and trying to look for words, and giggling and laughing at the same time is not going to do it for you. So one of the things is describing the fear that you had when you decided to engage. Now, how do I you know that you will have fear? Well, in any gun battle that you might lose your life, there might be a little perpetration of the heart, just a minor titty titty bit. I'm just saying. So in that case, you would, of course, you'd be nervous. The adrenaline would be flowing quickly. And you're ready to engage and you're going to be a little rattled. So your perception of that should always start off with the fear that was engulfing you prior to your decision. So, you you know, you can't, it won't work if you say, I felt happy and jolly thinking about the happy holidays coming up. And then I decided to encounter this threat and I took out my gun and I shot and killed him. That's not going to work for you. So there has to be a fear. Now, some people, some Bolsheviks out there, look at him, he's telling them what to say. It's collusion, just like the Russian thing. 
But I'm not telling you what to say. I'm telling you an element that must, shall, and will be present. It's called fear. Fear of what? Fear of freaking dying. So now that we get that out of the way, so your perception has to be primarily fear. Don't try to get into the weeds with distance and his hand placements because your eyes might see those things probably as big as life. But when they engage, they, your brain might not remember all that because your brain will be in old shit mode and not have time for you to remember it. You might remember that 24, 48, 72 hours later. But during the time of the incident and just after the incident, your brain will be running for the toilet with the old caca mode. Perception, that's how important it is. All right, item number seven here. Get in the habit of. Get in the habit of making sure that your support hand is accessible to your phone on your support side. This is difficult stuff. I need you to stop fumbling around and I need you to pay attention. Support hand. Now, I shoot my right. Therefore, my left would be my support hand. Now, if I'm going to look at my support side, it would be close in proximity to my left hand. So when I go to grab the phone with my support hand, which is my left hand, I wouldn't have to fumble around with that on the right cheek of my ass. Be very difficult to try to get the phone. So support hand, support phone goes in ass pocket on that side. Gun goes in strong hand because we're getting ready. See how that goes? All right. So get in the habit of doing that on a regular basis. Okay. Don't be putting it in purses and glove compartments. The stuff goes down and wait, 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 hold it, left it in the car. You got to be ready for the event. Boy Scout mentality. Be ready. Get in the habit of carrying the identification that you need to call for your attorney. Get in the habit of knowing your ID number if you can. Try not to be so super robotic that I got it memorized. Because when you go into Okaka mode, you might forget the numbers. So I'm just saying, make sure you have the card on you. And limit your exposure to calling 10,000 people on your cell phone. I got involved in a shooting. I can't talk. I got to go. I got involved in a shooting. I can't talk. I got to go. I got involved in a shooting. I can't talk. I got to go. You don't want to do that because, number one, they're all going to call you back. And, you know, everybody likes a good scoop. What do you mean? Hey, I got to go. Hold it. What happened? So they're going to want to know a little bit more. So in this plan, create a plan where you can contact one. But, you know, don't put one person on the list, please. Put several people on the list that you can contact, and they will be the point of contact to those people that are near you that need to call those other people. Okay, if you don't get that person, you get the other person and then, you know, I got involved in this. I need you to start making some notifications for me. That's it. So when they look at your phone or if they look at your phone, uh, you call this person, what you ask them? I, I told them to notify my family that I was involved in a shooting. That's all. Which is per- perfectly legitimate. All right. So you want to make sure that that is a habit that you're ready to to do, all right? Make sure that you're carrying ammo that is for the event. Don't be putting practice rounds in your gun riding around. Make sure you got the rounds you're supposed to have. Now, is that really going to be much of a mess? Yes and no. Okay, bad guy's dead. Well, you know, you did good. 
But the lawyer, the lawyer is going to get you and say, this is the full metal jacket bullet, isn't it? The, the lawyer. Would it go through sheetrock? The lawyer. You know, that kind of thing. So you want to use those rounds you're going to use for the event in your gun. Don't confuse the two. When I was an instructor in firearms and law enforcement, I would see almost too many times officers coming for annual qualification. They were told to make their weapon safe, clean, empty, to hand over to an instructor to inspect the weapon. And you look at the rounds, and they were practice rounds in the gun. Hello? Is this thing working? McFly? So, you want to get in the habit. And there are probably more habits that you can think of, but you want to get in these habits. If you're going to carry something and it's not overly heavy that you need both hands, carry it. Make sure that your support hand is doing the carrying. Why? Because you're going to need your gun hand. You never know. Okay? So those are things you got to get in the, in the habit of. Knowing your surroundings, looking around, um, trying to mark streets, addresses, or approximate locations of where you're at. Because when you call the dispatcher, you can't say, I'm having a shootout here, here. Because they're going to say, where the hell is here? Okay, now they can pin your phone, but you'd be dead by the time they figure that one out. So you want to come up with uh, at least some type of a coordinates. I'm on uh, Blank Blank Boulevard uh, by the Walmart. Okay, and so they'll figure that one out. But if you can get a little closer, a little bit more proximity, then help comes faster. You want to get in the habit of doing that, you know, driving down. And start just looking at streets and, you know, avenues and what have you and making a little recollection. It's a, it's a Remember, a lot of this is a mind game where you have to train your mind. So start using it. All right. And the last item I want to come up with is we're going to have more episodes on this because I could talk about this forever. But I've decided to do a show on why you need protection. It's going to be probably called the same thing uh, every six months. So every six months, we're going to come out. We're going to talk a little bit more about why you need it. And I'm going to talk to you about my experience with the United States uh, Concealed Carry Association. 350,000 members in this country, and I'm in good company. I pay um, their, their different premiums from 22 to 47 and that's pretty reasonable, you know, if you think about it, uh, pennies on the dollar for your monthly premium, and uh, some people want to pay yearly, you know, you go ahead and knock it out, put that credit card on that bad boy, and then call it a day, but the bottom line is it's pennies on the dollar what you're going to spend if you don't have anything. And if you do, I'm going to use the public attorney, the public lawyer, okay? You'll be in prison forever, okay, if you use that goof. So the game plan here is we will be having a, an episode once every six months about this protection. The title of the show will probably be something similar to Why You Need Protection, and it might not be exact, but it'll, you'll get the gist of it. And we will always line those up under the um, the section in the website where it says USCCA. Now, we are not telling you you have to go to USCCA for those people that um, have difficulty uh, when it's snowing hard. You want to check some other companies out, some other uh, providers, go ahead. Compare them, nurture them, like them, love them, join them. And once you join them, become faithful of what you've decided because they're your backup. 
And I never saw too many uh, officers in my career that would like to badmouth their backup because that's their backup. You don't badmouth your backup. You want to, but you don't because they're your backup. Got it? So join whatever group you want to. I highly recommend the USCCA. As always, the Raider Cop Nation podcast is an affiliate of the USCCA. And if you decide on joining and you want to link us to it, it is pretty much very easy. All you got to do is text 87222-87222, the word Raider. They will send to your smartphone a link that uh, the USSA to become a member. We are linked in there. And we have a small portion of that will trickle down to us. It will not make us rich, I promise, because it hasn't happened as of yet. That's why I kind of know it's not going to happen. But we're getting the word out there, and it does help our podcast and uh, our endeavor coming up in 2021 on YouTube or um, the Radio Cop TV with my trusty uh, sidekick broadcaster that's sleeping on my feet. And Buddy's at a full weight of 68 pounds now. So he's not the adorable little puppy that you guys might have seen on Instagram. Uh, a day with Milo. Yeah. When he weighed like five pounds and everybody, he's so cute. <laughs> he's cute. Well, he's a gorilla now and he weighs 68 pounds. And my vet told me, we're looking at 72 He's probably going to end up at 72. <laughs> and uh, boy, what an attitude on this bull. That's all I'll say. What an attitude. So um, anyway, back to the original concept. We will be doing those broadcasts in 2021. And my sidekick will be with me on those um, televised things that we're going to be doing. And... Uh, you know, so it helps uh, fund some of that, you know, camera equipment and all that. That's kind of expensive, you know. I'm just saying, you know, don't have to, no obligation. All right. So what's the song of the week? Well, the song of the week, we have the 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 one and only Bobby Darren in more. Up next, September 19th. I'm, excuse me, September 9th. Always wear your glasses when reading. Let's put that on the habit list. September 9th, we're going to look at episode 155, which is 19 years later. What has happened with everyone's memory when we post every anniversary, never forget, and then September 12th comes, and guess what? Everybody forgot. But I won't forget because my birthday is on that day, so I won't forget it. But, Everybody else forgets. So we got to wait till next year to tell everybody again. Never forget. Next day, they forgot again. And you're seeing it more and more. Uh, rioting. Throw, I mean, they're shooting at each other now. But we're beyond throwing rocks or spray painting walls, tearing down uh, statues. That's, that's a thing of the past. Okay. We're shooting now at each other. And uh, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. So, with that being said, what, has everybody forgotten who the enemy is supposed to be? Our enemies out there, especially the terrorists, must be looking going, I don't. I'm. I, I feel so bad, I don't want to do anything to them. Look, they're killing themselves. That's pretty freaking sad. As always, don't hate anyone because you won't achieve anything. Love everybody. Continue to continue to press forward and knowing that the decisions that you make today are going to be abundantly important in the future because if you make the wrong decisions, you might end up in a sauna that is 
probably at 7,000 degrees. Or you could be in a pleasant paradise that your mind has never thought of and your eyes have never seen because you made the right decision. Hate doesn't get you anything. Love does. How do I know? Jesus told me. He told us all. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Radio Cobb Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, and the law enforcement agencies that serve you. Most importantly, continue to pray for the great nation, the United States of America. This is Al for Mike, and I'm out. And guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet. Thank you.